We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, which is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. Coming up, the latest episode of KCSN Update, your daily Chiefs podcast and video from us here at KCSN. It's the headlines, rumors, stories, and stats people are talking about to get you through the day and caught up with all things Chiefs. Different guests each week with different perspectives. The latest episode of KCSN Update, proudly presented by DraftKings, begins now. What's up, everybody, and welcome to KCSN Update, brought to you by our pals at DraftKings. We are so happy to have you guys joining us yet again this week. We are here in Las Vegas for the Shrine Game. So why don't we talk a little bit about the Shrine Game? I mean, we've got two weeks to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs being in the Super Bowl. We're going to give just a small pause to tell you five players to watch the East-West Shrine game. I am joined by my good pals, Kent Swanson, Maddie Lane. Fellas, we're in Vegas still covering this game. How are you feeling? This is KCSN Update brought to you by the KC Laboratory. That's what this is right now. <laughs> and speaking of draft kings, we're about to talk about the NFL draft prospects that are going to help the Chiefs. Can I walk out? Yeah. Defend their Super Bowl that are going to win in a couple weeks, too. Yes, absolutely. I, these are, you know, obviously there's a lot of guys here. Oh, yeah. We have talked to a whole bunch of them. This is a good crew. I, I, it's a really good crew that we've gotten to see here at practice this week. It has been a phenomenal week that we've been out here. Eric Galco is putting on a great time here. But we're going to give you five players to watch just for the game specifically. We're going to get into other guys um, right. th throughout well, the process. And I do want to just say, Zay Flowers, a wide receiver from Boston College, if he plays, and there's just right now we don't know for sure everyone's going to play or not play in this game, but if Zay Flowers is playing, he's a wide receiver from Boston College, I believe cool. he's number four. Mm -hmm. If he plays, keep your eyes on him because he just moves differently. He won't yeah. be hard to find. I don't know if he's playing in this game, though. Like I'm not 100% sure right now. I don't believe he was at practice the uh, second to last day, so I don't know what his status for the game is going to be, so he's not going to be on the rest of his list. Say, he might be a first-round pick. Yeah, say Flowers. Yeah, he's, he's going to be number four. You're not going to need a number. You're, you're just not going to need a number. He moves differently. But let's keep it in the wide receiver family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go first here. Demario Douglas. Wide receiver out of Liberty. He's going to be wearing number 11. He has really shown out this week. I, I was not familiar with him as a prospect before this week. We went out there, and he's just been open 
all week long. He's been routing guys up. He's been getting clean in and out of breaks. But I've been most impressed with his hands. A lot of these out routes, these quarterbacks are doing a pretty good job of getting him the ball. But some of these passes that aren't perfect, that are a little bit outside of his frame, that he's having to jump and dive and go get, he's actually hauling them in. And for a smaller guy, it's been really impressive to watch him out here finding all this space against this group of guys, whether it be man, whether it be zone. It's not just one-on-ones that we're seeing him do this in. We're seeing him do it a lot in team as well. A lot of the one-on-ones are you know, very clearly stacked towards the wide receiver. His performance in team has been the most impressive things. This reminds me a little bit of when we were kind of just praising Kyle Phillips at this game last year because he was always open. He was hauling everything in. Demario Douglas looks the part in that way as well. And so Douglas is just under five foot eight, 175 pounds. So he's a little slot wide receiver. Little, I would say he's even a little smaller than uh, than Kyle Phillips. Yes, yeah, no, he's he's a he's a smaller wide receiver. So you're probably going to mostly find him working out of the slot or at least off the line of scrimmage. But sometimes it just doesn't matter, right? Sometimes when you're looking at guys this size, it doesn't always matter because his ability to change directions, his ability to use quick feet and just create instant separation is always there. You're going to be hard-pressed to find a guy that's going to have you know more secure hands than him uh, in this kind of situation. For a guy that's smaller, he still has almost 31-inch arms. It, this is just a lot of numbers, but essentially that means his catch radius isn't tight. It's yeah. tiny. Like It's a decent-sized catch radius, especially for a smaller wide receiver, and that shows up as he's digging passes out of the ground or he's getting up in the air a little bit to catch some so he's not the biggest guy but as a slot wide receiver that you're going to use on underneath routes maybe threaten the field up over the top he's a guy that has flashed time and time and time again down here and there's a few receivers of a similar size he definitely stands out a little bit more than some of the other ones just for his ability to create constant separation and consistently catch the football and i'm glad you brought the underneath stuff up because i still think that's where he's going to make his bread and butter when he's at the next level i don't think he's a guy that's really going to stretch you a ton vertically but the reliability to your point i think is such a crucial piece of this too is if you're if you're going to be a guy that's going to operate in the slot you're going to have to be trusted to catch consistently and obviously there's not a ton ton of contact happening here but he's shown that with whatever opportunities he's given to this to this point what, you know, he's not necessarily going over the middle and, and super worried about getting blown to shreds. But at the same time, it doesn't matter because he's made a lot of tough catches. He's, you know, he's made up for some some poor throws at times. And he's done what, you know, he's done everything you could have asked this week out of him. Yeah, absolutely. Really put on a good performance. So, next guy we're going to go to, the second guy of this. We're going with a nose tackle. Woo! That's right. Going with a nose tackle, going with DeAndre Coburn, number 99 out of Texas. Kent, why don't you tell us a little bit about DeAndre this week? I think you're kind of surprised by the movement skills a little bit. I think there's a little bit more kind to of. him than, than yeah. you than you kind of see, you know, on tape and what you kind of expect out of a nose tackle. Now, he's not going to be this – you're not going to um, – you're not going to confuse him for the biggest defensive tackle on the planet. You know, you're not going to, he's not going to think he looks like Dentari boat, but he's a well-built guy, um, a little bit on the shorter side, but he moves well. And he looked natural when we were watching him do some of those drills uh, earlier in, in the week, like just the fluidity that he was able to show. It's kind of impressive for a guy that big. So like, I think that movement skills are what stand out the most for him. Kind of a little Colin Saundersy from the from some of the fluidity that you see. Maybe not the overall athletic profile, but from from a fluidity perspective. I'm so sorry to do this to you, Craig. It's Keandre with a K Coburn. 
I'm sorry. I know. I, I don't want to do it. I want to be that guy, but it's Keandre with yes, a K. Yes, I said it wrong. <laughs> Forgive <okay>. me, <laughs> Keandre. Lots of names out here this week. Oh, my goodness. He's, so, Ken is right. He's not the tallest guy. He's six foot one, but 344 pounds. Big deal. Yeah. This is, he's a unit. He's a unit. And you see somebody like this, and you kind of start to get a little worried on, okay, yes, maybe he can eat up space, but what's his range like out of that space? Can he actually move to get somewhere, or is he just eating up space? No, no, he can move. This guy is very explosive. He's light on his feet. He's got some good lateral agility, so he can exchange his gaps. He can hold the point of attack. But then more than that, he doesn't have to be off the field on pass rushing mm -hmm. downs. Does he have the biggest pass rush arsenal given the body type? No, because he's, he's a pretty easy target to land hands on. Thing is, it doesn't matter if you get hands on him when he can just drive you 10 yards back because he's six foot one, 344 <laughs> pounds, and explosive as hell, right? Natural so leverage. He has been, he's looked phenomenal out here running the pad drill, being asked to move, stop the run, stop the pass. I think right now he's a little bit more of a one-gap defensive tackle. He's probably not a guy you want just eating yeah. double teams because he doesn't have the best length or the ability to really extend guys off of him. But when you want him to get himself into a gap, own it, and then explode out of there when he needs it, he's perfect fit for some team looking for that. And the Chiefs have done a good job of finding you know shorter arm nose tackles and maximizing them in that regard. Derek Nottie doesn't have the most length, but he's still able to kind of transition and play some of those gaps. The difference is when you watch Keandre run the bags it, it is impressive like he's running them with some of these edge guys and watching him turn and punch and the fluidity through the frame is rare for a guy that size we talk about it all the time the the nfl is looking for these big guys in the middle that you can leave in the box on nickel downs that can still run with some of the wide zone stuff get a little bit of pressure against the pass and plug so that you can play a lot of too high he makes a ton of sense for a team that's going to do that. I am not going to be surprised if you were if you hear his name a whole bunch of times in this game because he's constantly going to be pushing the pocket and he's going to be constantly chasing stuff down. All right, the third guy I got to go with here, Maddie. This is uh, potential my guy, maybe. I after this week, I mean, there's a lot of them, but. Uh, Keytrell Clark, and I am right on that one. You Keytrell are. Keytrell Clark, number 13 out of Louisville, playing corner. I mean, he has been so fun this week. So let's let's get some of this stuff out of the way. He's five foot ten, 179 pounds, sub 30 inch arms. He's Trip McDuffie's size, but a little bit lighter. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're looking at here. So he's not a big corner. But here's the thing. <laughs> but here it is. You are not going to find a corner better at blowing up a screen pass than Keytrell mm. Clark. And he's going to sit there and tell you that that's his favorite thing to do on a football field. And what's he going to do the very next day after he tells you that? Blow up a screen play yep. in practice and then hit the gritty and then go talk to the guy that he, whose block he beat during it. This man talks nonstop. He is constantly chirping. He is the leader this year from what I've seen on game film or at practice of the all-chirp squad. Last year, it was Jack Jones out of Arizona State who went for the Patriots. How was he? Oh, he's pretty good. You know, Pretty darn good. Keetro Clark is the leader of the all-chirp team. It's a little smaller corner, but quick feet, good athlete, and it's just the edge. The chip he plays mm -hmm. with on his shoulder. He's feisty. He competes. He's locking guys up. He had an interception in one of the practices. Then he blew up a screenplay. Then he tipped another pass that got intercepted by a teammate. 
Needless to say, he was pretty loud during that day, which is, I mean, that's all I need to put on my guy stamp. Fearless. I mean, everything you just described with the chirping and the physicality, it's fearlessness. And what I was kind of impressed with is he was pressing against some very, some a lot, a lot bigger receivers bigger. in practices, and he was performing pretty well, mm-hmm. all things considered. Like, he wasn't afraid. He was physical with them. He was, he was, he was on the attack. And he disrupted some plays as a as a smaller corner. So like you see, maybe not the biggest guy, but like man, he 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 plays a lot bigger than he is. Like obviously, you're not going to lean on him to do that kind of stuff all the time. But man, like he's still playing bigger than he is. Yeah, and uh, we as Chiefs fans just got done seeing Trent McDuffie have to go up against a lot of big receivers mm-hmm. this season. He had to face a lot of guys that he was giving up a lot of size to, and. The way that you can counter that is by being a good athlete and playing fearlessly. And Keytrail is both of those. And I, it's so – got to talk to him this week, got to sit down. That interview is coming, a, you know, a little bit later on in this offseason. One of the best interviews of the it, – It really, really was. But to hear how he gets his teammates into it, like it, it doesn't matter where he lands in the NFL, they're going to love him. They are absolutely going to love him because he is just that guy in the locker room that's always going to preach, that's always going to be loud, that's always going to talk and let you know where he is and back up his teammates. He picked up so many guys after big plays. Maybe they allow a pass. Maybe they come up with something. He's on the sidelines picking them up, and every single time there was a PBU, interception, whatever it was, he's also the guy that's letting them know how well they did just an ultimate team guy. I loved watching him play. I loved talking to him. I He would be a my guy for me as well, Hey, Maddie. do you guys want to know one of my guys? What's that? BJ Kissel here to tell us about DraftKings. You're listening to the fastest growing sports media network in Kansas City, KC Sports Network. We'll be back right after this. The stage is set and we're counting down to the battle in Arizona. There's no better way to get ready for the NFL action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your Super Bowl 57 winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Chiefs and Eagles, the Andy Reid, Kelsey Brothers Bowl, this is going to to be amazing. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code KCSN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code KCSN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Entertain, educate, inform. KC Sports Network. All right, we are back. We got two more players to watch here. This one, speaking of BJ Kissel, just heard from here. <laughs> Jalen Graham, uh, a kind of hybrid safety linebacker. That's what, he, that's what he told us as well. But guy that plays a safety linebacker, number 50 out of Purdue, played with George Karloftis recently here. Shows plenty of range. Like, he's one of those guys when you're looking at linebacker drills, and especially in all-star games, once again, it's not slanted in their favor. Especially run fits and things like that, they can't bring guys to the ground. So you don't get the full depiction of what these guys can do. And so a lot of times the highlights that you see are guys in coverage, in wide open space, against super dynamic back. It's not... Fair. It's so unfair. It's so the unfair. linebackers have it worse than anybody. Anybody. It because really, they, they run these running back angle routes. There's literally nothing. There's literally just they got nobody half to pass the it off field. to. Yeah. You're just you, you they can widen as much as they want. They can break it off as like it's just it's ridiculous it for is. those guys. They just don't get any they don't get any love. Except for Jalen Graham, <laughs> who looked good doing that this week. And yeah. you know, coverage linebackers are hard to come by. It's not something that you're going to find a ton of. He's a smaller guy, plays a little bit of safety, plays a little bit of linebacker, definitely a dime linebacker type, a guy that's going to play a lot of special teams but has a chance to contribute on dime downs, third downs, got to have it downs. Those are so important for NFL teams right now. Jalen Graham showed up, showed true kind of range between the numbers. Guys that could get outside, can defend some of that zone stuff. There were a lot of backs that have some speed on, on this roster, and he was able to cut them off, prevent big plays from happening, was able to stay in coverage, do a good job in that regard. He really showed up, and he was one of BJ's guys. Like he, we put him on the interview list because BJ, you know, out there, one of the first practices, demanded he's looking it. at him, demanded it, <laughs> said, you know what? That guy, I like that guy, and he progressed throughout the week. Yeah, so six foot two, two hundred and twenty four pounds. It's not a traditional yeah. linebacker size, especially for a Steve Spagnuolo Correct. level defense. If you're looking at it strictly from the you know, a Chiefs perspective. But at some point in time, you might just need athleticism. You might just need guys that can go out there and defend the pass in that role. And that that's Jalen Graham. Like that's what he has done at Purdue. That's what he's been doing at this practice practices. Mm -hmm. Like he very clearly looks like he we use move differently in di various different terms. Yeah. Compared to other linebackers, he clearly is a better athlete. He's faster, he's more explosive. And at no point in time when he's going up to take on a blocker, at no point in time when he's working on, you know, uh, a pass rush drill, having to deal with a running back or a tight end, does he look small? He doesn't look mm -hmm. small out there despite not being as big as a traditional linebacker, but it's really when he's 
he's opening up that gate, getting out there to move. And when you talk to him, he understands his assignments and coverage. He knows how to work from one to two to three when you sit down and talk to him. So I think he's a guy, if there is a linebacker that can flash in this setting, it's somebody like him with his skill set. So I'm excited to see him during the game. Comfortability as an overhang, obviously, with the background there. And like you can tell, like he's just natural movement skills. You know, modern linebackers, you might want to have the conversation about being able to be better in coverage first. You know, I mean, at least I I would. I I mean, you know, that's just me. That's just my personal preference. And, like, he's got that down a little bit. Um, Yeah, but he doesn't look completely lost the closer he plays to the ball. I mean, I don't think he's, you know, he's not not a lead at, you know, uh, block deconstruction necessarily. But, you know, maybe you can protect him a little bit in that regard and let some of that athleticism take over as an overhang a little bit more. He's slippery. I think that that's how he beats blocks. He's slippery. Yeah. When he sees that gap, he's got the the explosiveness and the speed to slip blocks. So you can use him kind of mm-hmm. kind of wide there. He's not completely useless against the run. Fifth one. Woo! Last one that we're going to talk about here. Let's get it. Last one. No, we're Let's go. answering Woo! this one here. The entire East edge group that's the f- team coached by the falcons that i don't know what'll team. be yeah i don't yeah. know what it'll be easier for people no east yeah. team falcons team whatever the that team that team this group honestly going into this week i had some guys that i liked caleb murphy who's one of the edges at a ferris state here he wears number 90 he's uh about six two or six four two fifty 32 and a half inch arms, so not quite all the way out there to Steve Spagnolo length. He has been just a monster in these practices. And again, we use the term move differently a lot. A lot of these guys that we've been seeing, he's been running with the linebackers yeah. for a lot of this. They're going to play a 3-4. Caleb Murphy's very comfortable coming out of Ferris State, dropping into coverage. I mean, his, his rushes were, I mean, a lot of his rushes, even in one-on-ones, were in a, th- a two-point stance. We're in a two-point yeah. stance. And so he's a bigger dude that drops into coverage. People are going to look at that and go, I don't know that I want a guy that can do that. But he's very comfortable doing that. When he's running with the rest of the linebackers, you know, the, <laughs> he's one of the better ones as far as, you know, feeling out the zones, feeling where the drop is supposed to be. You tell him to drop to 10 yards, he's pedaling out and he's dropping to 10 yards and he's anchored there. That's hard to do. That's not something that you can do very well. And then he turns around. Guys, he led the NCAA in sacks last season and did it with a variety of pass rush moves, really showcased all of that, has a real knack for it. When we sat down and talked to him, he discussed, you know, the different ways, the different things that he looks for out of tackles, the different tendencies, what he's going to transition with his counter moves. He That showed up on the field every single day. His ability to transition from speed to power, really get into his counters quickly. A lot of these guys, you know, have a counter, but it takes a little too long to delay and get to it. Caleb Murphy was transitioning to that really quickly. He was really fun to watch, really intelligent player, very versatile I was really excited to see him, and he lived up to the hype for that. Kent, who do you want to go with here? I'll go. I, you, there's, like, several I'll go with. I, there's so many. Um, I'll go with B.J. Thompson, though, just because <laughs> he's one of the more unique profiles, I think, that you're going to have in this entire uh, yeah. shrine. Game. He looks like Daniil Hunter. I think that's the best way I can describe it. It's Yeah, it's, it's there's some Daniil Hunter vibes to it, and he's a guy that, you know, <laughs> we talked. <laughs> he's a, He won a dunk competition at Baylor when he was at Baylor uh we 
He'll explain it. Well, yeah, he'll explain it when in the in but he's currently and stuff coming but out of. He went to Stephen F. Austin after his time at Baylor, and he's one of the more unique athletic physical profiles. A guy that wanted to be a basketball player at first. And I think that's why you bring that up. Is like, you know, he, there's a lot of guys that are trying to make it in basketball. He looked at it and said, "Hey, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to be an edge rusher." So, a little bit leaner of profile, um, but he's but he's and he's kind of skinny. Two hundred thirty eight pounds. First six five, a legitimate six five, and some change. So, um, but and I think he's still kind of learning how to rush the passer a little bit. But there are still so many physical qualities that he's allowed to win with and able to win with that are just so tantalizing. And it's not that he's just a completely raw prospect. Um, I think he can win off the edge. I think he's got a little bit of fluidity through his lower half. He's just going to have to figure out how to develop a little bit more physically and how to learn how to win a little bit with more physicality as he's trying to build a pass rush plan. He's he's gonna stick out when you turn on the game because he's he's Freaky got long levers. It's so just, long. He looks like Daniel Hunter coming out of LSU. Like I think if anyone yeah. remembers that, it's just so long but still kind of skinny. Um, to add to that, yes, I agree with Kent. Needs to be a little bit more physical, a little stronger, and develop a wider array of pass rush moves. But here's the thing. He can reach down and pluck a blade of grass off the ground and not lose any speed. He's, He's so, so flexible. Bendy. And then he has the best, the singular best pass rush move we have seen here all week was his inside spin mm -hmm. counter to that. It's it's quick. It's perfect. There's an ice pick on the end. The footwork is I mean, precise. So he's going to stick out. There's going to be some weaknesses to his game, especially defending the run. And there might be a role, but like I said, there might be yeah. a role for him to see opportunity immediately on the field. Yep. Yeah. As a pass rusher. As a pass rusher. And so I'll collect my last two favorite from here. Just oh, for me. Go, you're going to go two. I am. Uh, Jose Ramirez. Shocker. Defensive end out of Eastern Michigan. So out of the guys we've mentioned, he's maybe the closest to a Spags type because he does have the longest. Or he's got. He's a little bit heavier than a BJ Thompson, a little bit longer arms than Caleb Murphy. He's a little shorter, but I mean, he's going to give anybody's first step explosion. Uh, to run for the money off the line of scrimmage. We've seen him dip the shoulder, reduce his surface area, and really turn up the arc. And then even before practicing, so he's dominating with that fluidity and that burst here as a pass rusher. Craig and I watched a little bit of his tape that we could find. Oh my. His sacks are coming from, I mean, all different moves. Long arm, inside rip, spin move, bull rush, the just speed up the outside. He's got a full array of pass rush moves. It took us seven sacks to find a move that he repeated. Yeah. I mean, it was insane. So there's a lot there. So so there's, I think he's de he's still developing. You're coming out of Eastern Michigan. He's still developing physically, and he's still developing that pass rush plan. But you see the groundwork laid for it. And then on the other side, Yasir Abdullah, uh, defensive end slash off ball linebacker from Louisville, I believe number 51 um, out there for that East team. Yep. But he's a little bit smaller, six foot, maybe just a hair over 234 pounds. Smaller guy, 100% a designated pass rusher in this sense. Nobody can touch him. He's so quick. He's so fluid. He's so loose. He looks kind of like a Josh Uche trying to rush around the edge. It's just hard to get hands on somebody that small. I don't think he has the power of an Uche or anything like that. He's just so hard to get your hands on and limit him as a pass rusher. So I think he's just a guy to keep an eye on as a designated pass rusher at the next level because he wins and he wins quick. And see, that's the edge group there. Those guys were meeting at the quarterback all practice, five of every them. I practice. Can name one more. Dante Stills, there's yeah, five. And I was going to say, and Dante Stills is playing on the interior, 55 out of West Virginia, kind of a tweener guy. Like, we see a lot of Mike Dana in this guy. Like, he wins on the inside. They moved him around all the, all the time at West Virginia. Played on the outside, comfortable doing both. Gary Stills' son, Chiefs, you know, special teams tackles leader, Gary Stills. 
He ends up playing there. He's on that team as well. That defensive line as a whole is a handful. So And they got Keanje Coburn eating blocks up in the middle. Yes, for yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. So keep an eye on those guys. That's going to do it for KCSN. Update our East-West Shrine Bowl game preview. I think, I think Maddie. Yep. For joining me. Thanks, I thank Kent. Kent for joining me. Listen, it's been a long week in Vegas. We will be back with more Chiefs coverage for you as the Chiefs get ready for the Super Bowl. Thanks, BJ. Really appreciate everybody joining me. Be kind to each other, and we will catch you later. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard and think others would as well. You can find all six of our channels at KCSN. Covering the Chiefs, the Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current. Plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou. By searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.